0: Okay, today's daf Dav Samech Dalet. All right, page 64. However, we did not finish daf Samech Gimel yesterday, and we pick up on Dav Samech Gimel amud Beis with the words, Kosov B'Sefer Ben Sirah. It's by the middle wide lines, the second to last line, before it gets really wide on Samach Gimel amud Beis. Kosov B'Sefer Ben Sirah. It's written in the Sefer of Ben Sira. Isha Taiva, Matana Taiva, Labala. A good woman is a good present to uh, to her husband. Uksiv Taiva Becheik, Yare Elaikim Ti Nase. Okay. Taiva it's, Becheik, it's good. Hold um. Um, she's given to the lap of uh, somebody who fears Hashem. Isha Ra, bala. however, a Isha uh, Ra, which we translated yesterday as being a woman whose raw is very selfish towards her husband, is like Saras. It's kind of like a nagging uh, you know a nagging issue that's difficult to get rid of. So that's the time to get a divorce. Isha Yafa Bala, a beautiful wife, how fortunate is her husband, Mispar Yamav of Kiflayim, the number of his days are doubled. Now what does this mean, a beautiful wife? So, let's just share with something that my father, Zechariah Bracha shared with me, after, uh, um, when I was dating, when I was dating, he said, Menachem, just remember, there's a lot of pretty people out there. You're looking for a beautiful person. It's a difference between the externals and the internals, right? You're looking for the the beauty of a person. That's something that's unique. That's something that we search to find. And the Pusach's letting us know that, interestingly, as much as we said, number one in Torah is we do our best to keep a marriage going. But obviously there's going to be a time that, you know, there are situations where a marriage does need to end. Okay. It says the Gemara, cover your eye. And I want to mention one more thing, because it seems over here we're picking on women a little bit and kind of putting it on them. Remember how the whole sugya started? The whole sugya, this whole topic started by saying that if a man finds an issue in his marriage, where does he look? In the mirror. That's, the, that, that's where you start. The first place a man needs to look is I, I take achrayas cover your eyes from a woman of chen, a woman that has grace you should cover your eyes from because you're going to get caught in her net do not get too close to her husband this is a fascinating gemara fascinating, Keep listen closely we're going to explain what this is to go have kiddush with him there are many people who have been who have been uh, taken down by beautiful women, and there's atzumim. There's atzum means a lot of people that have been killed by this. Now, killed does not mean physically; it means spiritually. those who are ragel for Advar Erva, nitzutz mavir are like a spark next to a coal that it's about to burst into a bonfire like a chlov a, coupe, a chicken coop so too are their are their, batayim, are their homes full of trickery what is this talking about says the, let, let's pause for a moment and focus what does it mean to cover your eyes from a woman with Khain? Rashi here explains a fascinating thing if you as a male Find someone who's not your wife to be attractive physically. Make sure not to become close friends with her husband. Use your brains. Don't push yourself into a situation where, oh, one time you're, you guys are having kiddish, you drink a little too much together, and then you slip up. And slip up doesn't necessarily mean you go the whole way with somebody as they say, oh, now there's mom is like a whole, uh, you know, extramarital thing. No. It means you do enough favor That's it. You put yourself at the wrong. Yeah, you look. At, you look at something. You look, whatever it is, you have the wrong thoughts. It doesn't make enough Kamina it Doesn't make a difference. The 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 sefer of Ben Sira is letting us know that you 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 have to be honest with yourself to know what the yitzhar is attracting you to and stay away because something that's as small as a spark. All I'm doing is working. We're just colleagues. No. Something as small as a spark, the eight Zaharas got coals. And that small spark could burst into a bonfire before we know it. Al-Tetzar Tara's Machar, do not be, the Sefer also tells us, do not be worried about the troubles of tomorrow. We sit here today, we're like, oh, you know, I don't have enough money for five years from now. I don't have enough money for 10 years from now. Why, why shouldn't you be troubled by that? Now, we're not saying be dumb, but you don't know what tomorrow is. You know what? Maybe next year is going to be here and we're not. How do, I'm worried now about something. I may not even be in the world. So what would you do? While you were alive, you were nervous about a world that you weren't even going to exist in. It's just foolish. Says the Sefer of Ben Sira, letting us know how a Yid is supposed to live. Now, now, we live in the moment. Not that, not that we don't dream about the future and not that we don't prepare for the future, but we live, our simcha, our joy, and our accomplishments in life come from living in the here and the now, being present. <inaudible> Remove the masses from your home and don't allow anyone to just come into your house. You hear this? Don't allow anybody to come into your house. You got to be careful who you surround yourself with. Not only that, even if you're going to be an acquaintance with somebody, to bring them into your private space, you have to be very careful. This is such an important yesod. And I'm sure as I get older, it's going to become even more important. The more the more I'm going to learn about this. You have to make sure you protect yourself from people that short-term may seem to be good for you. Short-term may seem to be good for me, but once you get enough experience with them, you realize that it's just it's eating you up you can't do it it's easier to allow people in slowly than to allow them in fast and then have to deal with sending them away there are many who ask about your shalom about how you're doing let me tell you something (laughs) beautiful Yeah, it's a one in a thousand that can keep your confidence confidence doesn't mean to be confident it means to keep your secrets if you have something private to say Don't don't share it Be- and if you do, make sure that that person is one in a thousand. I'll tell you is, uh, 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 something that one of my Rebbeim taught me. One of my taught me. He said, anybody, he was talking to me about me, when I was asking for an Eitzah about something, asking for advice. He wanted to know who I, wanted to know who I, who I had spoken to. I was single, I decided where, where should I go to Yeshiva, Chabrus, Sussman, you know all that. He right? said, so how, many, how many people do you speak to? I said, why? He said, here's a rule. If you go and ask up to three people who you respect for advice, you might be on to something. The moment you ask, you discuss your problem with more than three people, you're not looking for advice, you're looking for attention. Mm -hmm. That's what he told me. Right? Don't don't go spreading Everything across You have to be With every person out there You're looking for attention Alright You wanna know what to do You got three people You respect They know you You know them You, you come make a decision You don't have to Put yourself out there Omar Abassi It's also for us to know When people come for advice Are they really coming for advice Are they coming because Now It doesn't mean not to give people attention But you have to know, you're, you, know you have to know What they're here for yeah. Umbin uh, of Bahachi who called Nishamashabuf, b uh's gonna come as we learned the other day. Once all of the Nishamas come down from the guf of Claw Yisrael, all the Nishamash, Ruach M the Nishamais and Yasisi, the Ruach the Spirit comes from before me, the, the Nishamas that are born, and all the Nishamas that I have made. Whoever is not involved in Pury review, interestingly. As we pointed out previously, doesn't say anybody who doesn't fulfill the mitzvah of Rivia, according to Bishami and Bishul. You know what? The, you know what the mitzvah is—to involve yourself, to try to get the mitzvah. If Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give it to us. What could I do, right? But as long I have to be osayk in pre I want to try to have children. Kilo shayfech like you're spilling blood. You never Unfortunately, you have movements in the world where they want to minimize. The amount of people that are born, you know why? Because they don't respect humans as being holy souls, as being and neshamas. Each person's a piece of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You think they're going to hurt the world? Think they're going to hurt the world? Hakadosh Baruch has got plenty of work, uh, plenty of room. Uchsev and you peru urevu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, you try to be fruitful and multiply, and let me take care of the rest. every Akiva says. A person who does not involve themselves in the mitzvah of periyah <laughs> It's as if you are minimizing the image of Hashem himself. Which we can understand very clearly now. What happens when a, when a baby is born to the world? You have a tzellem You have an image of God in the world. A person, now it doesn't say you have to have a million children. But it says you got to try to fulfill the mitzvah. Whatever the mitzvah is, Right? Shenamarki b'tzalim aleikim also also adam in the image of Hashem he made man oxibasei you peru v'gaimr if you vavu peru you also are playing a role in creating the image of God in this world Ben Azayamir Ben Azay says listen to this fascinating story the ha'eligib Ben Azay the holy Ben Azay says ki Damu shevach damim a person who does not involve themselves and 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 try to have children as if he spilled blood and removing the image of Hashem, so one second, says the Gemara, guess who's talking, Benazai, this is Benazai saying, oh, it's so important to to try to have children, I'm like the Benazai, they said to Benazai, excuse me, you should practice what you preach, Yeah, you're speaking and you don't practice it, why, Benazai never got married, purposely, he purposely remained a bachelor for his whole life, and they said to him, you're telling us we're supposed to involve ourselves in the mitzvah of having children? You never did that. Um, ben says, Uma ese, What can I do? My only desire is to sit and learn Tyra. Other people have children keep the world going for me. I just can't separate myself from Tyra. This is incredible. You know why this is incredible? It doesn't seem that he's necessarily wrong in this. Doesn't, the Gemara doesn't tell us, but... There's a Gemara in Brachos, very interesting Gemara that it's important for us to know. I really, I know i got to keep moving along over here. But the Gemara in Brachos brings down a Machleikas between Rav Shimbar Yechai, yeah, we're coming up on Lach Um and Rabbi Shma'el, I believe. I believe Rabbi Shmael's the Machleikas on Rav Shimber Yechai. What's the Machleikas? Rav Shimbar Yechai says that a person is supposed to sit and learn Tyra the whole day and work, uh, work like uh, two months a year. And Rabbi Shmuel says no. He says the person's got to go out and earn a living, and uh, you know, and also learn Torah. And the Gemara says that many people did like Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, and they weren't successful. And many people did, and, and the people who did like Rebishmal Shmuel were successful. It seems from the Gemara that a person should ideally not a person a person's success will generally come through Rabbi Shmuel. So my father's in the bracha would ask, okay, it says many people did like Rav Shimbar bar Yechai. they wanted to only learn Torah, and they weren't matzliach, but some were, some were. Why were some successful and some not? So my father would be medayik. if you look at the words in brachas from Rav Shim bar Yechai, it's when they said to Rabbi Shmo, Rav Shim bar Yechai, you know, people need to go work, his response was, Torah Matehei aleha. If everybody's going to be working, what is with the Torah? How how can you even talk like that? That was Rosh response. He never stopped learning. My father would say, if you are a person who your mind works as Torah Mata you just simply can't pull yourself away. You'll be Matzliach Rosh but everybody else, we got a function in the other realm. That's how you know if we're going to be a masel v'shebechay in other ones. Okay. Tani the debrai similarly. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar says, "Kol A person does not try to involve themselves in the periy brivia. Kibush sheivu mar sheivu adam. Whoever spills the blood of man who somechle va'atem peru v'ganim. Rabbi Elazar As if you're minimizing the image of Hashem. Benazi Omer v'chulu. I'm like Benazi Yeshna na derish Okay, so you see another braisa that really brings along the same thing. Okay, here we go. Bottom line, we're about to turn to today's daft. Turn to of the rabbis, so should we. Uv'nucho yaymar, Shuvah Hashem, Rebbe Yisrael, the Orayin HaKadosh, would go in front of Klal Yisrael, and in the Midbar, and when it would rest, we would say, Shuva Hashem, rest Hashem, Alpha Yisrael, amongst the tens of thousands of Yirin in Klaus Yisrael says the Gemara at the top of today's daf. If you want the Shkina to reside, the Divine Presence to reside, it, it, there needs to be at least 22,000 Jews around in the world. You gotta have at least a minimum. It's amazing. You have 22,000 Jews in the world. If you'd have what twenty one thousand nine hundred ninety nine, And this one guy decides, oh, not because is nimza zagarmishkinish is talking me Israel. Yes, you see how careful you need to be. You got to be careful. How do you know that one? How do you know? Yeah. Now, chayav misa. Again, we use strong expressions, not because you're literally chayav misa. How do we explain chayav misa? We said this. We 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 quoted Rabbi Akiva Tetz Schlito when he came to to St. Louis. He said a beautiful idea that it's worthwhile sharing on this expression. He said, you know, there's so many times in Torah where it says you do this, chayav misa. This, chayav misa. The Gemara tells us people were never killed. Rarely. All right. No one in who knows how long. One every seventy years, you're called a killing bezter. So why does the Torah use the expression of chi of Misa if it never happened? See, so he explains because the Torah wants to give over to us what's really happening in the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When, we, when, when we do particular actions, we are cutting ourselves off from our source, which is what death is. Death is separating the guf and the Neshama. Certain avirus are so severe, even if you're not going to end up being killed by it. But Chay Misa, it's important to use that expression so that we understand for ourselves the, the extent of that particular mitzvah, health, the, the severity of it. Over we here we're saying, Chay of Misa, ended up dying, right? They were burnt up by the fire. They didn't have any children, which seems to imply, but if they would have had children like Mesu, they wouldn't have died. Now, this is not changing what their sin was but it's saying they kind of would have had some element of protection. Akhir ma'a khair ma'a say garmashina san is talking so a person who does not try to have children is purposely causing a lack of the divine presence in qalyso. Number leo is the kha kim ulizarakha akharakha is manza zizharakha when? You're going to have children that continue. The Shekhinah, Shekhinah, Shireh, E'n Zirecha Karecha, Ami Shireh, Allah Eitzim, Yeah, but Shekhinah is going to dwell on Eitzim and abonim? Yeah, this is a fascinating Gemara. You know why? Because we always quote Akadish Baruch, we always, you know, we always state, God is the ultimate independent. Hashem doesn't need anything. But we have to realize the power that we have as Jews. You know what the power we have? God is dependent on us. Because ain Melech below am. There's no king if you don't have a people. A guy walks into Shul. He says, I'm a king. You're like, really? King of what? I'm the king of my house. Shkoyach. <laughs> Ask your wife if that's true. It's not happening. Right? You're not the king of nothing. Right? I'm, I'm the... Yeah, I'm, I'm the Rebbe of North and South Road. Shkoyach. <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Right? So, HaKadosh Baruch can make a whole world. But if we don't bring His Divine Presence down to the world... And play our role in expanding the kingdom of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, so there's no... What, what's, going, what, what's going to rest on? The stones? Therefore, this is the opportunity we have as yidn, And therefore we, are, we're, we involve ourselves in trying to perform this mitzvah Beautiful, beautiful, Gemara, let's keep going, says the Mishnah Nasa Isha This is a fascinating yet kind of a sad Mishnah if a person were to marry a woman, vishah ima ashar live with her uh, for 10 years, but they remain childless, eno rashai livatel, you're obligated to now try to fulfill your mitzvah of having children with another woman. Okay? You're not there's the Torah says you need to try to have children. If you're not having children with this woman, you have to have another woman. Now, does that mean you have to divorce this woman? Nowadays it would mean, yes, if the Salachah holds true. We have to wait for the Gemara. But in the times of the Torah, it doesn't hold true because you could just marry another wife. There's no problem here. The same way Avram took Hagar with Sarah, as we're going to see. Gersha, if he divorces his wife, who does not have children, she can marry somebody else. Fascinating. Ready for this? Why aren't they having children? It'd be the monster. It could be the mazel of the two of them. It could be something going on with her. It could be something going on with him. Just because a woman's not having children means that she's it's it's on that it's expected that it's on her that there's a problem. How do you know? And therefore, and therefore, just because he divorces her doesn't mean she can't marry another man. Can go can go marry her. We don't say him, you know, better to stay away. No, we don't say that. Fine. The second husband is also allowed to be with her for 10 years. Okay. pila, what if she becomes pregnant and has a miscarriage? My name is Shasi pila. So it's not 10 years of a live, um, for a live child. The 10 years of being barren starts from whenever she has a miscarriage. So if she has a miscarriage after four years of marriage, then it's 10 years from the miscarriage, 14 years of marriage. Okay. Is that true? Is that true? Excellent. Okay, says the Gemara. Taner Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and that's why the rabbis. Nasa Isha. A man marries a woman. Mishoyim, lives with her for 10 years. Although there's no children. You're obligated to divorce her. And you give her a ksuba. Because maybe the reason why you're not having children is, like we mentioned before, it's something between the two of you. Okay, there's no proof for the ten years from here. This the ten years is hinted to in the Torah, as it says, "Miketz Esr and L'sheves Avram Bars Kenan." At the end of ten years that Avram had lived in the land of Kenan, okay, what happened? He married Hagar, and then ha- okay, I say after living in Kenan. So, says listen to this. This is amazing. Lilamedcha, this teaches you. Amazing the 10 years doesn't count if you live outside the land of Israel. If you live in outside the land of Israel, there's no 10-year limit. L'vikach. Therefore, Chalahu, the husband's sick. Shochol sahi, she's sick. Or, what happens if they weren't able to have children, they were married, but, you know, they were either locked up in prison, they weren't able to be together. It does not count. The 10 years is with the best mazel that you can imagine. So he says, if you live in Eretz Yisrael in the land of Canaan, like Avram and Sarah, then it's 10 years. Outside of Israel, Rashi explains, maybe it's, it's the fact that you don't live in Israel. Apparently there's, there's some good that. When people actually are childless after a while, they recommend they go move to Yitzchak because of this Gemara for a little bit. Move to Yitzchak, see if maybe things will change because, uh, because you're in Yitzchak. Why don't we learn out a source from Yitzchak that it's not 10 years? Why? What happened by Yitzchak and Rivka? How many years were they barren without children? 20 years. Excellent. Here we go. Yitzchak was 40 years old when he married. Uxiv, and how old was Yitzchak when they had the twins Yaakov and Esav? The Yitzchak ben Shishim shana was sixty years old when they gave birth. So it says the Gemara. You see, twenty years he stayed together with his wife. Amarle, it's a good question. question, right? Why are you saying ten? Say twenty. Amarle. Yitzchak akor Incredible. Yitzchak knew that he was sterile, and therefore he didn't have an obligation to take another wife. You know why? What, what's it going to help? He knew he's sterile. Another <laughs> Taking another wife ain't going to help. It is. Yes. He knew he's sterile. Not possible for him to have any children. Says Gemara, pause. Hold on. Ihachi, <laughs> if that's true, Avram Nami Akurhoya, does that mean, we're just assuming here, right, that not only were all the Imahos, all our matriarchs, barren but our patriarchs were sterile too. If Yitzchak was sterile, and he waited a while, yeah, to have children, waited 20 years, should we assume that, that Avram Avinu was also sterile? And if that would be true, there's no hint to waiting 10 years anymore. Again, they're not a source for anything because they're a unique situation. says the Gemara, Why does the Torah tell us how old Yishmael was when he died. Yeah, he was 137 (coughs) years old when he died. Why do we care? Do we know how old Esau was when he died? Do you know how old... We really do, because Esau was Yaakov's twin. We know how old Yaakov was, right? But the Torah doesn't mention... The Torah makes no mention of, you know, somebody who's not a tzaddik, how old they were. Why did it tell me that Yishmael was 137 years old? It's only because it helps us calculate how long Yaakov lived. Okay, now, be it as it may, Omar Ab Yitzchak, Yitzchak Avinu Oker Haya. we know Yitzchak Avinu was Oker, he was sterile. Shenemar, as it says, Vayetar Yitzchak Lashem Lenochach Ishto, Yitzchak pierced. The word Vayetar, they translate as Davin, it really comes from the word arrow. Yitzchak's prayers pierced Hashem. Lenochak Ishto, opposite his wife. Okay? Now, Lenochach Ishto, don't say Al Ishto doesn't say he prayed for his wife. Ella lenochach opposite his wife. They they both knew that they each of them had an issue with having children. Rivka didn't have a womb, and Yitzchak was sterile. Says the Gemara. If it's really true that on both ends they weren't able to have children, why does it say that Hashem, uh, you know, answered his prayers as if like this was something special given to Yitzchak? it should be like Hashem answered for both of their bodies because they both needed some sort of help in having children. Says so it's going to be like, no. ben ben you can't compare the prayers of a tzadik ben tzadik to the, the, the tzadik the son of a tzadik to the prayers of a tzadik the son of a Russia. Yitzchak was a tzadik the son of a tzadik okay now that has extra potency in the prayers you know why? Because so much of our tefillos, and this is such a humbling idea, so much of our prayers have to do with our ancestors. the merit of our ancestors. Yitzchak's when Yitzchak's prayers were answered, he was also tapping into the prayers of Avram Avinu. It's incredible. When we daven, Hashem answers our Tfilas, right? Don't think it's because, oh, I know how to pray. Incredible. Yeah, I got this. you know, and sometimes... We think our prayers aren't being answered. Maybe our children and grandchildren are going to pray in two generations, and Hashem to answer their prayers are going to tap into the prayers that we're sending up now to bring down. You can't. There's no prayer that's wasted. You can't compare the prayer of a tzaddik ben tzaddik to tzaddik ben rasha. Since Rivka came from a family of Hashem, she didn't have that extra zechusim, those extra. Merits, and that's why it says lo" to let us know that that it was the prayers of Yitzchak tapping into his to his ancestors that really uh, helped Hakadosh Baruch Hu answer and send the children. Yitzchak um, Yitzchak says, "Why were our four uh, our four uh, was our forefathers?" I was gonna, it's really. They were all Akurim, right? They, they were all barren, our patriarchs and our matriarchs. Baruch Hu has a desire for the Tfilos of a tzaddik. Now, if this Gemara doesn't drive you nuts, <laughs> you must have heard a good word on this, right? You must have heard a good, a good idea on this. But here's the idea, without even getting too deep into this, let's keep, let's keep it basic. What is tefillah? What is prayer? A relationship. That's what tefillah is. It's a conversation. Tefillah actually is called sicha. Sicha in Hebrew means a conversation. When a person needs, not needs, when a person realizes they're interwoven with another entity, you appreciate that entity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu and our Avais and Imais had such a relationship that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to make sure that that relationship was so interwoven it could never be broken. And that relationship had to happen through conversation which was tefillah. And once, as long as the needs were there the conversation was there, and ultimately, Klal Yisrael was built because they were barren. Why are the uh, prayers of Tzadikim compared to an Eser, a spear? I'm sorry, I can't translate it as a sphere. Over here, it's referring to uh, some sort of way to work the ground. A shovel, what is it? A pitchfork. A pitchfork, whatever. A way that turns over <laughs> soil. Um, um, huh? Oh, a special. plow. Okay, good. Yeah, some sort of metal, sharp metal entity that uh, that turns over soil. Ma eser makum lamakum, just like, we'll call it a plow or a pitchfork, turns over the grain and moves it around on the land from one place to another. Cain, it turns over the midos. Of Hakadosh Baruch Rami says Avram and Sarah actually were tumtumim. Fascinating. Tumtumim are uh, are males and females that have uh, their genitals covered over. So there's kind of part of the genitals are hidden. Shnamar, as it says, Habitu gaze to- uh, gaze towards the rock. We now turn to the top of. Samochdalid Dalid Baez Khutzavtem the Almakabas bar Nukartem Khutzavtem which uh, Rashi says Nasala Zachrus. It's uh, an expression of creating the male form the Elmakeves bar Nukartem and from an empty pit nukartem Rashi says Nasala Nikavos that's uh, to make a hole, right? You have the, the male side of a the female side of a rod. <speaking in Hebrew> Look to Avram and to Sarah. So, which means that Avram was like the rock, and Sarah was like the uh, the empty the empty pit. Sorry, was an islandess. We're familiar with what an is from Yevamos, yeah? That a woman whose body never matures in the female form. So uh, Sarah was actually an islandess. She did not have a womb. Her body never formed in, in the way that a woman's body forms. She never she never had the, the option for a womb, which means when HaKadosh Baruch made the miracle, when God made the miracle for Sarah, To give birth to Yitzchak, a womb had to be inserted, if there even was one, unless it was just a baby in there. Listen closely. We're going to move along a little bit, but this is amazing. The ten years that we said, how long did Avram Avino live? 175. Right? Yitzchak... 180 right how long do people live nowadays Baruch Hashem we have some good uh, doctors nowadays but what does David say yeah he says a full life is 70 years Baruch Hashem nowadays we have the merit to do mitzvahs weiter and weiter people live people live longer than 70 years but a full life is 70 years says the Gemara the 10 years that was when people were living longer lives the 10 year wait for children but nowadays when we live shorter lives as you can't wait 10 years to fulfill your mitzvah. Rather, two and a half years. If the couple does not have children after two and a half years, the husband's obligated to go take another wife to have children with. Why? Because it, nine months of pregnancy times three, you have to go through three potential uh, pregnancies. The 27 months, yeah, th- which really is 30 months because there's, there's 40 weeks, 10 months of pregnancy, two and a half years is, is uh, the total wait time. Rabbi Omer Av Nachman, Rabbi Nachman says, Shalishonim, it's three years. Why? Amazing. Kinege Shalish Shpekides. Sarah, Rivka, all of our emos were remembered on Rosh Hashanah. That's when Hashem decided to give them children. He says, in order to know that you're not going to have children together, you have to go through three prayers of Rosh Hashanah where Hashem doesn't answer your tfilas for a child, then you go take another wife. Damar Mar, Rosh Hashanah, Nifkidu, Sar, this is not the halacha. This is very nice ideas, but we don't follow this. Meaning, what do we follow? 10 years. Let's see. Man talking, who made our Mishnah? Rebbe. Rebbe is the one who wrote the Mishnah, Rabbi Nasi. And guess what? Rebbe was a descendant of David HaMalach. So when he wrote the 10 years, he knew what David HaMelech had already written. But David Ha-Malik already, he's writing about a lesser lifespan. Okay. Period. Bottom line says the Gemara: the ten year, uh, the ten year wait is uh, still in play, even uh, even after the lifespan was minimized. Okay. Says the Gemara. This that we said, you go take another wife because maybe it's between the two of you that it's not that you're not going to have children. Vidoma ihi Maybe she's not the one who um, who's meriting to have children. Okay, so the mission itself like this. The Mishnah says if after ten years you don't have kids, you d- you could divorce her, but she gets a full ksuba. Says the Gemara, maybe there's something wrong in, in her chusun. Says the Gemara, no. Incredible thing. Incredible thing. Who has the mitzvah? The man. Not the woman. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would be sending a message to the couple that there's something up with the woman, he wouldn't have affected something that is a male obligation through the female. That's not the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu works. Incredible. If there's something going on with the children in the first place, the husband looks, in the is in the mirror. It's the first place he's looking. And he doesn't say, oh, it must be that my wife's body, my wife's thing, my wife's chusim, my wife, That's uh, aren't having kids. No. She, she shouldn't be getting a ksuba. No. You look in the mirror. It says in Gemara, ini, is that really true? Is what really true? Is it really true that after 10 years you're obligated to take a second wife? Marry a woman and you'll have kids. And he said, He said to them, What do you mean I'll have kids? If Hashem wants me to have kids, I'll have kids with my first wife. Why do I have to take a second wife? Now according to this, what do you see? That you shouldn't go marry a second wife. Yeah, if you want me to go look in the mirror, that it's dependent on me, so, once I fix myself up, even my first wife should have a kid. Good question. There he was just pushing off the Rabbanon. Guess what we're going to go back to? Ravuna's yeshiva. Remember, Ravuna was one of the long Shiurim, and people weren't going to the bathrooms, they were becoming sterile. It says he didn't want to go there. So he was just saying, I don't. they were telling him "Married." marry another, he basically was saying, it's not, he didn't want to tell them he's sterile, it's none of their business. See, so he's, he's saying, no, I'm not going to marry another wife. If Hashem wants me to have a kid, I'll have a kid. But if not for the fact that, but if he wouldn't have been sterile, maybe actually he would have married another wife. Rav Giddle, Yakim, Rav also became sterile while being in Ravuna's yeshiva. Rav Chalga, Rav also became sterile in Ravuna's yeshiva. That must have been a long year. Rav Shesha's as we said earlier, also. Rav Achabar Yaakov received sukh Kinsa, okay? Kinsa, Rashi says, is the type of illness that caused the other Amorain to become sterile. When you don't go to the bathroom, when you're supposed to, when, when you have to, it, that, that illness... Is uh, that illness is called Sukhkinsa. Did they, Ta- some of these have children? Did it rub it them Could them be afterwards. It could be afterwards. Yeah, maybe oh, afterwards. Talua Barza the You know what they did to Rebbechah Yaakov? They hung him from the tree, the eres tree, the cedar tree, next to the yeshiva. minay, and it came out of him kehutsa yarka, a green branch. And he was able to have children again. Omer um, Ravachar Rav says, Shis Havinon, we were 60 students. Everybody became sterile besides for me. It was fulfilled in me. Wisdom, brings life, ba'aleha, to its owner. Conversation here, what it means, either it means that he actually would walk out of the year to go to the bathroom, or it means that he was just saved um, by doing this process of hanging upside down, whatever it was. Fine. Says the Mishnah, Gersha muteras. If he divorced her, she can marry somebody else. We don't assume that there's something wrong with her, that nobody else is allowed to marry her after 10 years. Right? Again, she's married to a man, they don't have children. That man cannot stay married with her, but she can go marry somebody else. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. shani and Shlishi We're gonna get now. Get into a fascinating sugya uh, uh, conversation of what creates a chazaka. What creates a status of something? Is it once something happens twice, or once something happens three times? The Mishnah said, if she was married to husband number one for ten years, she didn't have kids. She can marry a second husband. What would happen if she doesn't have kids all the other ten years? Can a third man marry her? It seems not. It seems not because uh, chazaka, a a status. Once she married two men for ten years and there ain't no kids, it seems now we could assume it's you know it's uh, something going on with her. Says the Gemara Masdis and Money, who's of our Mishnah who says twice sets the status. Rabbi, it's Rabbi the the If there's a bris mila on one child and the kid dies, yet yeah, Nebuch doesn't stop bleeding. Dies. Sheni second child uh, Bris Mila. The third son, you don't do a Mila on because two already two dead already established. No. Shlishi Tom. The third one, you do a Bris Mila on because the status in the family of not being able to withgo to undergo a Bris Mila is only is, is only once it happens. Three times. Revi Lai Samuel. It's the fourth child. We don't do a bris mila. Says the Gemara about Tanya We learned the opposite. We learned that Rav Shmimam Liel holds it twice, and Rabbi holds three times. Says the Gemara. Okay, so heim and also. Which is the later Mishnah to rely upon? Says the Gemara. Toshma Damarchiyah Baraba Am Ravichin on Maase Barba Aches Bitzipari. Fascinating story. There were four sisters in Zippari. Shalama Shamalari Shaina Umays. The first sister had a baby boy, and that baby boy died from the bris mila. Shnia Umays. The second sister had a baby boy. That second. That second. Again, from a different family, a different sister, but that kid had a bresmila and, and, and bled. Shlishim is revius boslavir veshiming amlil. and Altimali. Do not circumcise. Once you get to the fourth, you see from here it's a shiming amleil, who's the one who says three times uh, creates a status and not twice. I vedoma nami hava, Maybe if the third one would have asked, he also would have said, "Don't do bresmila." the gemara is saying like this: It says the fourth one came and asked the Shiloh. and he said, "No, don't do it." maybe if the third one would have asked the question, he would have said even the third time you shouldn't do the brismillah. Says Gemara, if that would be true, my, what, what, what was the point of Chiyabar testifying about the whole thing? It must be that each detail over here is important and true. Says Gemara, maybe the chiddush of Chiyabar is coming to teach us maybe the chiddush over here is that even if the, the kids who aren't all in the same family, but even if they have the, their mothers are sisters, Still, you don't do a brismila. That's actually a very novel idea. To say that now when a cousin is born, also we're going to assume he can't undergo a brismila, Amarov, says, And he says, by the way, you should know that now that we say things run in the family, if you have... Epilepsy that runs in the family, or if you have taras that runs in the family, obviously in a physical way, not in a spiritual way. Okay, then people shouldn't marry into uh, such families, but only once it already happens three times. Says the Gemara, "My have Allah." What's the bottom line? What's the chazaka? Two times, three times. What should we do? Bar Yasef the son of Rabbi Yosef, says, "There was a story that came in front of Yechanan in the shul." Of Maon biyom Kippurim shal yis be Shabbos. It was Yom Kippur Shabbos. You yeah, hit it, is amazing. Yom Kippur and Shabbos. Umala Rishana Umays. One of the sons of a sister had died. Shnia Umays Shlishis. And now the third, what? The third woman in the family had a son, a cousin, and it was Shabbos Yom Kippur, where the bris was supposed to fall out on. Ball the front of the king of Rav and said, "Should we do it today?" Yes. Do it today. So you see Rabbi Echen holds twice does not establish a chazaka. O'Malley um, says, Chazi dikasharis Sakanta. Let me tell you something. What you're saying is that this third woman should do a brishmila on Shabbos Yom Kippur? We're, we're nervous about the kid possibly dying? No way! In other words, two times is a status. Sommach Allah so, says the Gemara, why did Abai speak like this? Because he was relying um, on this, and he, went, he was relying on what Rav Yitzchak Bar Yasef said, you know, his story about the, the, the status being established after two kids on Shabbos Yom Kippur, the, already the third one doesn't, and he went and he married Chaima. Barta, she was the daughter of Isi, Breder of Yisraq, Breder of Yehuda. She was the daughter of Isi, who was the son of Yisraq, the son of Rav Yehuda. To Nosba Rahba, the Pompidisa, she had been married to Rahba of Pompidisa, Vishochit, he had died. Rav Yisraq Breder, Abba Barbar Khanna she had been married to Rav Yisraq, son of Rav Barbar and he died. V'Nosba Hu And then Abayi said, listen, two of her husbands died... There's no chazaka that she's a but We can't establish that she's a killing woman. So I'm going to marry her. And guess what happened, to Abaye? After he married her, gone, kicks the bucket. Amar Rava, Rava says, "Umiika of the ay, 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 ay Abaye, yeah, you take your you take your halacha seriously. <laughs> you're not playing games when you hear Allah, you say you, you take three times and you're willing to put your life in danger. Okay, and I don't understand this. Abaye says. Oven, oven, this samcha, you you could rely on oven. Yitzchak, sumaka, labar samcha. Yitzchak is not reliable. Oven, yeshnai bechazara. You know why you could rely on oven? Beautiful. He used to review his Torah. He didn't just learn it, he reviewed it. So you could rely that everything he heard, he's telling over mamish exactly the way that it was. Furthermore, Amar de maybe they argued in Yamila. Only as far as the bris is concerned, maybe the machlokes between two and three is when a kid's life is in danger, so on and so forth. Maybe when it comes to um, marrying a woman whose two husbands had died, had know It's the same. Maybe there's different reasons for each one. Says the Gemara in it's Taka, true that um, there's a machlokes about a woman who's considered a katlanis whose husbands died. I'll prove it to you because we learned it in the brisa. is the reason. Um, a woman marries a guy and he dies. She marries a second man. And he dies. You cannot marry anybody else. too dangerous. Yeah. Too dangerous, yeah. Too yeah. That's it. That's it. No third man should marry this woman. That she could marry a third husband. If a third husband dies, then she's not allowed to remarry. Okay. Now by the way, this whole Allah is not applying to nature. It's not applying to nature. In other words, if you have a woman who's 90 years old, her first husband was 119, and he dies, she marries again, you know, and he dies at 120, and then, that's not called a katlanis. We're dealing with a woman, they were obviously younger, and there was something strange going on over here, that there's something to do with her mazel, that's causing these guys to pass away. It says the Gemara, understand what Gabimila, when it comes to Brismila, Ika, Mishpacha, Rafi Dama. And we know this nowadays, scientifically, right? There are some families that they have a difficult time, what's oh, called, hemophilia or something? Right? Have, uh, right? The, 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 the blood doesn't stop. And there are some families whose blood is very thick. time, When it comes to marriage, why would we assume that she's a katlan? It's like, well, you know, what sort of nature is going to dictate anything about these husbands dying? Mordechai you know nature within the pattern of physical Mordechai Ravuna Ravimi from Ravuna mayon incredible yeah you know what it is her her uh, having relations with her could be the cause of death okay what does that mean there could be something wrong some sort of call it a bacteria some sort of virus in her vaginal canal, that through having relations with her is causing these illnesses and causing these guys to die. Revashi Zomar, Revashi says, no, Mazel, make it could just be her Mazel, whoever she marries, the, the guy ends up dead, a few months, you know, however long it is afterwards. My Benayi, what's the difference between whether it's a physical issue that's killing the husbands or a Mazel? Ika Benayi, the Erse Umis, difference going to be where let's say she married a guy with Eris they never had relations and he dies. Okay, so then if you hold, the issue is going to be the physical side of things, so then no chazak has been established. But if it's mazel, mazel still exists by umes. Or what happens if she marries a guy that, uh, you know, he, um, who, she marries a guy who dies. Then she marries a second guy. You know what happened to the second guy? He died by falling out of a palm tree. Are you going to say that it was an issue with her vaginal canal? Yeah, one of the big jokes they have nowadays is like, you know, during COVID, everybody who died had COVID, right? That was like the thing. You you went a, a gunshot wound, a gunshot wound. Okay, case whatever it is, right? But you you can't blame it on that if the guy fell out of a palm tree. You can't say what it is, and therefore it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't establish. a Reuven I'm the the "The son of Rava says to Rava." By my name is I want to ask Rabbi Yosef. Halacha karebi is the halacha like Rabbi? V'omarli uh, again. You know we had a discussion here whether it's two times or three times. V'omarli uh, in. He said Yeah, halacha is like Rabbi. Halacha of Shemigomliel. V'omarli in. He says no. huh. halacha is like Rabbi and of Shemigomliel. The problem is they argue. Okay. So achuke achik So I thought he was playing around me. Omarle loy. No. I'm serious. Stamehi Upashalach. Okay. Basically. That you have a stama, you have a plain Mishra that seems to imply like each opinion, and therefore what he's saying is that really both are right. You have to be concerned about both opinions. Nisu and When it comes to the laws of marriage and receiving Malchus, we rule like Rabbi. This vestus Vishor Hamua. When it comes to establishing a fixed period, okay. The halacha is there are certain times where you expect a menstruation cycle. That the couple has to abstain that 's only true like for example if if there 's no set cycle, you have to assume it 's let 's say thirty days okay that 's being very not and th- 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 there 's more than that, it could be specific patterns, Hebrew days of the month, but if a woman has three exact times where she establishes what 's called a veskavua, an established cycle where it 's every thirty third day every twenty sixth day, whatever it is we 're not nervous about any other time, but that takes three times. <clears throat> and the same thing with the Sharamur, then we pass in like Rav Shem Now, what the Gemara is going to do, we're going to hold it here, but the Gemara now is going to go through all, the, all these halachos of marriage, uh, what establishes a, a status. Um, when it comes to lashes, what establishes a status, when it comes to the Vestas, the menstruation, the Sharamur. So tomorrow, Bezem, we will uh, continue with this topic and go through each each of these halachos. And, um, and how they apply to creating a status either after two times or three times. Gavaldik, if you want to take a quick look on tomorrow's DAF, take a little sigh of relief. We won't have to go so fast. <laughs> yeah, we won't have to go so fast. A little bit of a shorter omen for us, but uh, Gewaldek. Okay, we'll hold it here for tonight. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody. We'll see everybody tomorrow night, 645. Hopefully you in to Yisrael. If not same uh, same time same place all right you, take care